Welcome, friends, to the Pure Encouragement Podcast. I'm Gary Steffes, your host. I'm so excited you're joining today. Today, we are talking about how we are not defined by what we do. We are defined by who God declares us to be. This is one of the biggest things I think that God has done in my life is helping me come to this realization that my worth and my value and my significance has absolutely nothing to do with how good I am, uh, how well I perform, or by what other people think. God has given me an identity a value, a worth, a significance that is unchanging and declared by him. It has nothing to do with my performance or what other people think of me. How about you? Have you ever wrestled uh, thinking that your worth and your value was tied to your performance uh, or what other people think? Maybe you're an athlete and you've always thought that your worth was defined by where you stood on the depth chart or how many uh, points you had in a game or uh, what, what your stat line said or what if you had a scholarship or if you didn't get a scholarship, what school you went to, what team you played for. Uh, or maybe you're a business person and uh, you've always wrestled thinking that your worth is defined by the bottom line. You know, Considering uh, that your sales that month or your status within a company might define who you are as a man or a woman. Or maybe you're a pastor uh, and your temptation is thinking that the number of people in your church the amount of people that were just impacted by the sermon you preached uh, or the amount of people that just respect you or the size of your church, uh, the, the amount of uh, impact you've had, you know, in the community, uh, thinking that that, that is, is your worth and your value. Or maybe you're a stay-at-home parent and you think your value is determined by how your kids behave uh, or what other people think of your parenting or, uh, or of your kids. Uh, and, and so that temptation can come to all of us on so many different levels. And we get hit with this this feeling that we feel like we have to prove that we're good enough or that we're somebody. And we get caught up chasing all this stuff on the outside. Some people end up chasing it uh, by trying to get more material wealth and they want nicer things and nicer clothes and more stuff and a bigger house. And they're just going to prove to the world that they're somebody or that they're worthy and they're valuable and they're significant. Other people try to do it uh, through pursuing power or pursuing status. Uh, maybe they just want to get that promotion at work or, uh, or, or they just want more respect from the people that they have and they want to have a leadership role and, and they feel that they deserve that. And so they pursue it and they're chasing after it relentlessly. The problem is, is when we live in this way, thinking that our worth and our value is defined by our performance or what other people think, we end up living on this endless roller coaster that just leads to insecurity, that leads to anxiety. It decreases our confidence and it's an endless cycle. I'll never forget the time when the University of Michigan was coming to town and I was playing college hockey at Miami University and I, I, I you know, worked my way into to doing pretty well on the team. And uh, that night, you know, by God's grace, I played one of the best games of my college career. And after the game, celebrating and, and excited about it, uh, it, it was short-lived because I started to get really anxious and really fearful and really nervous about whether I could maintain the success that I had the night before and wanting to keep coaches' approval and keep other people impressed with me and, and keep the position that I'd earned playing special teams and playing playing the amount of minutes that I did on the line uh, that I was at in the depth chart. And, uh, and anyways, I started to just be nervous and afraid of what was going to happen 
happen if I played bad? And all these what ifs started going through my head. And long story short, the next night I ended up playing one of the worst games of my college career. I played horrible. Before the end of the first period, I was I was sitting the bench. I, I had been demoted on my line. I, I lost so much ice time. And the problem was, is I was riding this roller coaster. I thought my worth and my value was so tied to what my coach thought that I literally uh, played one of the worst games. Years prior, even when I was playing junior hockey at, at age 16 and 17, I'll never forget skating into the offensive zone where you're supposed to have freedom and creativity. And I would be so afraid of making a mistake that I would have these minor panic attacks on the ice. My entire body would literally freeze because I was so afraid of failure and making a mistake and afraid of what my coach would think that I literally would have these 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 freeze minor minor panic attacks. And of course I would lose, lose the puck and have to start going and playing defense. And, and it was such a frustrating reality. What I thought was my performance and what other people thought of me defined my worth and my value. Thank Jesus that years later, when I came to know Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, God began to do a work in my life. He began to show me these promises, these unchanging promises, that I was deeply loved, that God demonstrated his own love for us, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. I was chosen by God to be in his family, lavished with mercy and grace. I was rescued from sin and death and delivered from the wrath of God. God absolutely yearns for, desires, and cares for me. I'm loved, deeply loved. He says that I'm totally accepted, that I was completely forgiven, that I was debt-free. I was free from all condemnation, and now I'm justified by faith. I'm holy. I'm blameless. I'm clothed in Christ's righteousness and reconciled to God, literally completely accepted by Him in the Lord Jesus. He declares that I'm absolutely significant, that I'm an image bearer of God, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, that I'm his beloved son and a fellow heir with Christ, I'm part of the royal priesthood and the holy nation, I'm I'm a citizen of heaven, and, and I'm now a temple of the living God because the Holy Spirit indwells us. We're salt of this earth and we're light of this world. He, he began to show me promises that I'm secure in him, that because of my faith in Jesus, that I've been given eternal life. He says, this is the will of him who sent me, that of all that he has given me, I lose nothing, but raise it up on the last day. For this is the will of my father, that everyone who beholds the son and believes in him will have eternal life. And I myself will raise him up on that last day. God began to show me too that I'm entirely new, that if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, new things have come. I have a new heart. I'm a new new self, a new mind in Christ. I've been born again to a new living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. He says I'm sent. He says I'm an ambassador in his family. I'm a disciple maker. How incredible are these promises, these unchanging promises that have nothing to do with my performance or what other people think of me. Whether I play a good game or I play a bad game, I'm still God's beloved son. I still belong in his, to him through Jesus. I've been welcomed. I've been deeply loved. I've been chosen. I've been his. He's, and through these things, as I began to rewire my mind and think through them and understand them and pray through them, uh, he began to ch- transform me. And I began to start you know, increasing confidence and, and increasing stability. And my insecurity started to decrease because I began to to see that every time I hit the ice, 
I wasn't fighting to prove that I was somebody. I didn't have to impress my coach anymore. I didn't have to impress the scout in the stands. I was fearfully and wonderfully made. And now I wanted to be the best I could. I wanted to climb to the highest level I could make, but my worth and my value wasn't on the line anymore. There was freedom that came. And this absolutely changed me as a player. And God did his miracle in my life to where my confidence and my mental game that was probably one of the biggest struggles in my career. The inconsistency uh, became one of my greatest strengths because I was no longer having to prove that I was somebody. I was fearfully and wonderfully made and these unchanging promises. And so throughout my career, I, I began to, to literally pray through these promises on a daily basis. And, and I still, to this day, even being a pastor now and, and getting to work in ministry, uh, I, I pray through these all the time. It's it's often part of my part of my morning time with God is just thanking Him and praising Him for these promises that He's made, uh, because I want to live from this place of acceptance. I don't want to spend my life living for acceptance. And so often in our life, we can we can end up doing this. We can end up being men and women who are chasing the outward appearance. We're chasing the the performance that's going to prove that we're somebody. We're chasing uh, the the stat or the power or the stuff in our life where people are going to respect us and they're going to think highly of us because we think that somehow if we get it all, our worth and our significance is there. But God doesn't say that's who we are. God says that in Jesus, we are loved, we are chosen, we are accepted, we are absolutely significant, we're completely secure in Him, we are entirely new. We have been sent by the Lord for a purpose far beyond ourselves. And so friends, I encourage you, let these promises soak into your soul. They will set you free, just like they changed me. God will use them to transform you. And so I pray that this is a blessing to you, friends. Wherever this message hits you today, you are not defined by what you do. You're defined by who God declares you to be. You don't live for God's acceptance as a Christian. You live from God's acceptance. Friends, thanks for joining today on the Peer Encouragement Podcast. If you enjoyed today, consider subscribing, but be blessed and keep speaking life to as many people as you possibly can. You have no idea the impact that you can make when you speak life into someone's soul. Are you looking for ways to grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ? Consider Influencers Global Ministries. There are journey groups all over the country, and personally, I have been radically impacted by this ministry, by the journey process they have created, helping people grow into an intimate, close, abiding relationship with Jesus Christ. I encourage you today, check out Influencers Global Ministries. Go to www.influencers.org for more information.